This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Oh, the great putter Smith rolls in a big one and ties McElroy for the lead. Cam Smith for par then to maintain his one-shot lead. Oh, my goodness. Welcome on in. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Monday. A ton to get to today. We'll talk about the MLB draft, a 10-to-1 hit on this show. We'll get to a ton of home run derby, baseball futures. Kenny Ducey joins us later on. We'll take our first look at Super Bowl odds. One week out from training camp opening around the NFL but we start with the Open. This show was on Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith came through and won. And it's funny, watching that, you look at the leaderboard, guys, as we go through Sunday, right? The beginning of Sunday, back nine. And if I told you where we would start this show today, you'd say, oh, Rory, Rory blew it. Rory McIlroy must have blown it. I don't think Rory blew it. Rory did not play bad golf down the stretch of that. I mean, he, I saw this this morning, only player in golf history to, to hold a 54-shot lead at a major hit every green in regulation regulation on Sunday and lose the tournament. Cameron Smith stole that from him. He took it. He he just won an incredible back nine, Joe, for Cameron Smith. I, I didn't think Rory blew it. I thought Cameron Smith just played unbelievable golf on Sunday afternoon. A uh, big surprise. I have a lot to complain about from over the weekend, so I'm glad we're oh, here we go. A couple, a couple of positive things. I disagree. I get your point. Rory blew it again. Like, this guy has not won a major in, what, eight years? And if, if you bet him at every major, you are losing a ton of money. And when when it does eventually happen, if it happens again, it's tough. It's tough to win a major, and I give him that. And he was there all weekend. And overall, you know, he's been popping in a lot of these majors. But he couldn't make a putt. That's on him. That's on him, too. So... Yeah, I mean, he had a bogey-free round, which is amazing to say. Where he was going into Sunday, and it's Rory, and you don't have a bogey all day, normally you would say, oh, he won it. He won it. Now, Cam Smith has proven to be one of the best players in the world, and and that number that the show got, and, and I'm mad. He was probably the last guy that missed the cut for me. Congratulations to you guys on that hit, but uh, I'm not mad over the weekend. We'll get to that in a minute, but... Um, we're. I don't know that we're going to see a twenty-five to one in Cam Smith ever again. The way the way this guy's been playing. 
Probably not. Aaron, we got it. We got a good number, and, and Joe's probably right. Finally! We finally hit one. I thought, man, we are on the wrong cam. There's a few of them, and I'm right. like, is Cam Smith going to win it? And how about Rory, too? Like, there was a point, I think it was last week, I was like, did any of you guys bet on Rory? And they're like, and you guys were like, no, not the chalk. And I thought, maybe I should have just bet the chalk, but I'm glad I didn't. We got a great number with Cam Smith, and it was exciting. I thoroughly enjoyed John Daly's tweet, too. Way to go, Cam. Great playing. Incredible bat nine. Oh, chalked another win for the mullets. <laughs> 95-2022. The mullets coming through at the open. <laughs> was this course too easy for them? And we talked about what the, the scores would be at the end. I mean, yeah. minus 20. And, and Joe, you said it like Rory, in, in your thought, Rory did blow it. He didn't hit enough birdies. But, like, his score was really great, too. I mean, these scores were unbelievable. It was, this was like watching a basketball game where each team shoots 58, 65%, and it's like it's like 120 to 119 at the end. It's like everyone's hitting all the shots back and forth, back and forth for the most part. We were thinking, okay, history tells us you're going to need to go 15, 16 under to win this tournament. Well, that doesn't get you top three this week. Because <laughs> Cam Young and uh, 19 under – as you just mentioned with Rory, 18. And then you think of some of the others that faded. After day one, I was making a case for Hovland, and that looked great on Saturday. But, oh, you want to talk about someone, no question, they blew it. Cam Smith was 10 shots better than Hovland. Hovland with a 74 on Sunday. He completely blew it. Now, Hovland, he's going to, I think, win a major in his time. He's going to put together a great career. But, but overall, I think a lot of, not just Cam Smith, but I think a number of the golfers that we talked about were all up there. Maybe not in the team picture to win, but top five, top ten. DJ ended up finishing six. We had uh, Bryson eighth. Spieth popped again at eight as he was hanging around. And I'm, I think this was Zach Price that brought it up. Yeah, yeah, it was Zach Price. When we were pre previewing the tournament, uh, talking about some of these no-name guys that, People, your average golf fan has never heard of that are going to finish in the top 20. And yep. he was 100% correct. Anthony Quayle, he finished 15th. Uh, was it Burmeister? He finished 11th. Minwoo Lee, I've seen him pop recently, but most people have no idea who that is. Trey Mullinax, same thing. I'm not even going to try to pronounce the guy, this other dude that finished 11th. Like, What were those odds at 20 to 1? Had to be amazing. I know. Zach was on that. He's right. And, and you yeah. know what was interesting about this is you watch it play out. It felt like we knew early on who the top three or four guys might be, right? And it kind of played out that way. Cam Smith, Cam Young, Rory, they're off to great starts. But that that Saturday, the way it fluctuated, you were, I, I thought Victor Hovland was going to take it from us, Aaron. I mean, the way he was playing mm -hmm. Saturday, I was like, oh, no. It, it took an yeah. unbelievable end to this tournament for Cam Smith to win this because I, I didn't wake yeah. up Sunday thinking he was going to win. And I felt like some of the other majors that we've seen haven't been this exciting where you really didn't know who was going to win it. Heartbreaking for Rory, though. Um, I saw a tweet. Rory beat or tied 97.5% of golfers he faced across all four majors this year, and somehow he didn't win any of them. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's eight yeah, years. Which the, uh, breaking. Will Z's second place finishes are roaring across all four majors. I mean, they're both got to be those guys. Mentally, that's tough for those yeah. guys. Was, well, this is how I feel most weekends, but it was probably taken to another level because it was the Open Championship. Was the Rory love over the top? Like, all right, chill out. Like, he's not as good as a lot of these other golfers. It was, know, it, it was a lot. It was a lot. They really wanted him. Yeah. So what? when are we going back now to Rory's last major? What year was that? 2014? I, I was just looking that up. Was um, it 2014? Yeah, yeah. I think I said eight years, so. Right, eight years. Yeah, so that'd be 24. That's a yeah. long time. It's a long time since his last major. Yet he's always in the mix. He's always right there as a favorite. And he plays like it. Yeah. Like most weeks yeah. he plays well. Yeah, he w- he had two majors that year. He had the o- the Open Championship and the PJ Championship when the back when the PJ Championship was the last major of the season. Right. So that is a it is a long time. <laughs> but also like how many how many guys on any given in any given major can you just list off okay Here's a list of guys that can win. Okay, okay. If we're going eight full years, um, uh, it's normally thirty-two, but you know there were some cancellations there. We know why, but it's not a given. It's not a given. Like how many different winners that you had, and how many can win on any given uh, any given major. You know, and I hate that this becomes the big story. But I will give credit to the reporter, even though Cam Smith wanted nothing to do with it after winning. The Live Tour question in his response made me think they might just come with a paycheck that's going to be too big for him to turn down. And Cam Smith, he's like, oh, my team handles it. If you were staying, no doubt, that's not the response that you have. And nope. you're the boss, dude. You're the boss, not not your team. It is your life. It is your career. It is. I I hate it when a lot of these golfers say, "Oh, my team handles all that. My team handles all that." BS. You know every offer that you're getting, and you have the final say. Yeah, my team. That's code for probably if the if the offer is big Maybe. enough. My team will say yes, and then I will go. That's what that's code for. So we'll we'll find out how that plays out. But a great Sunday at the Open. Cameron Smith, 22 to 1 cashes for uh, for a lot of our show here. But, Joe, you cashed one last night. How about the, the uncertainty in the MLB draft? We talked about it Friday. The Orioles do not follow the script. They want to go, <laughs> they want to go a different direction. They want to go off the board, to use the term this Joe does. And they did it. Let's hear it. Number one pick last night. It was not Drew Jones. It said it was the son of another great former major leaguer. With the first pick of the 2022 MLB draft, the Baltimore Orioles select Jackson Holiday, a shortstop from Stillwater High School in Stillwater, Oklahoma. Jackson Holiday goes number one overall. Joe, you found him a 10 to 1. A little bit before the draft mm-hmm. yesterday? Uh, about an hour before. About wow. an hour before. Good, I had some time to kill, and yeah, some people were reaching out. You know, I think he's got a chance. It would, so I was checking periodically over the weekend. Once Jake texted us in the group chat a few hours after the show that the favorite had changed, it, be, it went from Drew Jones 
to then Brooks Lee, and we were talking about Brooks Lee at Plus Money. And then I saw on Saturday it changed to Tamar Johnson was a favorite. Like it was, he was like minus three thirty when I checked, or maybe that was early on Sunday. I'm losing track. But and then Jackson Holiday was sitting there, and I was shopping around. Some some books did not post MLB draft number one pick overall odds at all. And then I found an eight to one, and then a few spots that had ten to one on Jackson Holiday, and it's Baltimore. So I just I grabbed that number at a couple of different spots, and I was very pleased, very pleased that I did. So uh, that was a terrific hit. Add it to the list, guys. Add it to the list. An hour before the draft, and I don't know when it went off on because I, I wasn't checking the odds right as the draft was about to start. Uh, Holiday ten to one, Slavkovsky ten to one, fifteen to one. If you go back a couple weeks before the draft, Trayvon Walker a couple weeks out thirty to one, Ben Carroll a few days before the NBA draft twenty two to one. I mean, just embrace the variance as a better. It's unbelievable. It's it's ever it's four drafts in a row, Aaron. In every sport, the favorite does not go, and it seems like there's it, you can go way far down the board and find the value. I, I, is this just a weird blip this year, or something changing here with drafts? I I don't know. I don't know, but right now, because we're finding like the sharpest lines in like MLB and things like that, we heard Crack say he doesn't make a living off NFL spreads. Like finding these different markets, like the draft, seems to be where you can find the best value. And you know, Joe O has hit on like every draft. <laughs> Maybe I'm going too far, Joe G. But do you think there's something to the point that? Over the last couple of years, a lot of these insiders, a lot of these beat reporters, and maybe it's because of limited access that a lot have in 2022. And some days want to respond to you. It's tough to get some uh, kind of intel. Is is that these insiders, these beat reporters, these mock drafters don't have as much information? And then when the markets move, it's just based on a lot of guessing. I think that could be it. Yeah, I, I think. Also, I think we just—it might have been a, a a weird year where there wasn't a natural player in, in any of these, right? Like there was no LeBron James, no. there was no quarterback in the NFL draft, right? This maybe no. it's just also a perfect storm to where it's like, I don't know, Trayvon Walker. Yeah, sure, you're the number one pick this year. Like there was no quarterback, like Trevor Lawrence a year ago, where everyone knew that was the pick. And in baseball, Very we had the Orioles. The Orioles are always this is what they do now. With the way they're playing, they're not going to have the number one pick next year. So maybe next year in baseball will not have such such wackiness. Maybe it'll be more clear cut. But yeah, I don't know how much uh, you guys uh, paid attention to the draft last night. But something I always find interesting in, in draft by draft with the the pool of players that will change things as well is how some teams w- subscribe to higher ceiling. Let's get the high school kid, get them while they're younger. And who knows, maybe we end up hitting a home run versus other front offices that believe, let's get the college kid. We have more information. When they step up in class, we're going to understand more about the players. And what did we see last night? The top five players, those teams went with high ceiling guys. They went with the high schoolers. And then we had a run of eight consecutive players right after that, maybe the higher floor college players. Yeah, and I felt old the entire time I was checking the names on my phone as <laughs> Andrew Jones's son, Matt Holiday's son, the Phillies drafted Carl Crawford's son. It's like, holy moly, all that. these guys. Yeah, Justin Crawford yeah. is uh, Carl Crawford's son. So just, I felt old the entire time watching that draft. And you know what? And, and it's the only, we're not taking a deep dive here, but 
I was thinking about this. Of the four drafts that we've all just recently bet on, it's the only draft where a couple days out, people are having a lot of conversations, a lot of mocks. Brooks Lee's going number one, and then he falls to eight. Like, you mm-hmm. don't see that in these other leagues. No, in other leagues, it would be like like with Paolo Bancaro, Jabari Smith, right? And and Chad, it was like, well, if one doesn't go one, they're going one, two, three, and someone. No, in baseball, it went um, it went totally the opposite way. We got a lot to get into. Go ahead, Aaron. Real quick, what happened to Jake's tattoo? That's right. It I wasn't Drew Jones. We got a lot. We got we got to settle this out. Yeah, space. that's what we're gonna do. <laughs> What'd you say? Full back piece of Bob Manfred's face. <laughs> oh, love it, love so it. I I wasn't watching the beginning live. How much did you enjoy the the full on booing of the commission? Even in New York, oh, it was so, it was so MLB going, Network con- controls going, everything there. Yeah, going from Ravage's terrible, truly terrible hairpiece to oh, <laughs> a great transition. <laughs> Ravage's toupee. I just can't do it anymore. I, I just I can't handle it. All right, we got a lot what to get in today. I just, I can't do it. It's it's awful. All right, we'll get into baseball. The awards at the break here. Home Run Derby, we'll get to the odds. We're going to have a draft of our Home Run Derby participants tonight. Some NFL later on, Kenny Ducey. A ton to get into over the course of this show. It is BetQL Daily right here, as always, on the BetQL Network. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL.